right, everyone. Welcome back to the Sons of Saturday podcast. Virginia Tech. My name is Pat Finn. I will be your host for the evening. It is 845 Eastern Time on Tuesday night. And we are welcoming back a very special guest, our resident wrestling expert. I don't know if you guys know this. You probably do if you have a social media account. Virginia Tech Wrestling had quite a weekend, had quite a win over a top three opponent, the NC State Wolfpack, uh, at home. But before we get into that, as we do, we got to kick off this episode here with a big-time shout-out to our friends down at the Main Street Pharmacy. And you know what, Austin? I know you listen to the Sons of Saturday. I know you've probably heard this ad a few times, maybe a few different variations. But, you know, what what could you tell me about the Main Street Pharmacy? Well, Pat, um, you know, I've been doing some research and I have come across that Main Street Pharmacy is now starting to administer vaccines. Uh, and so I, you know, I don't even know how I came across it. Um, and I think it was maybe on their Twitter or something like that, but I mean, what a, what a huge thing it is for the, for the town of Blacksburg to have something lo- someone local that's helping out in the community and, and, you know, put an end to uh, this pandemic. So kudos to them, kudos to Dr. Jeremy and, you know, can't say enough good things. Next time I'm in Blacksburg, I'll be sure to, uh, stop by and, you know, maybe go buy some uh, cough drops or something. Boom. Boom. Listen to this guy. He listens to the Suns. He knows about Dr. Jeremy. He knows about Main Street Pharmacy and their, un- what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, overweening? No. Uh, zealous? Uh, unwavering. I think the word I'm looking for is unwavering. unwavering. Unwavering support of the Blacksburg and Virginia Tech community. Stop in there. Check out their socials. Uh, yes, that is directly from social media. Beginning to schedule and administer vaccines uh, the day after the health department got them to them. So that's big time. Congrats. I know some of those other corporate establishments uh, in the NRV are not doing that yet. Head on down to the Main Street Pharmacy where you are a neighbor, not a number. Okay, Mr. Austin Gable our resident hokey wrestling expert, former Virginia Tech wrestler, big time upset of the Wolfpack on Friday night. And uh, obviously we, we've seen the Sam Latona clip. We've seen, uh, you know, the reaction. It's been awesome. But can you just paint us, paint us the picture, set the scene, set the table, as Billy Ray would say uh, before this, uh, this hokey Wolfpack wrestling extravaganza? I mean, I, I don't think I could do it justice. Uh, I think just about everyone that has any affiliation with, you know, I won't even say Virginia Tech wrestling, but just Virginia Tech in total. If you were watching that match, you were probably losing your mind. Um, it was just such an amazing moment um, for Virginia Tech wrestling, but really for wrestling in general um, as a sport. Uh, especially at the collegiate level. Um, it got, you know, social media blew it up on Twitter. Um, you know, they, between the ACC network, uh, the, the NCA wrestling Twitter blogs, I mean, all of the wrestling social platforms, it was the number one talked about thing this past weekend. So, you know, it says a lot about ACC wrestling. Uh, everyone likes to talk about big 10 wrestling, but I think 
you know, ACC wrestling is here to stay. And you have two great um, teams that I wouldn't even say are up and up and coming teams anymore. I mean, these are teams that have been, um, you know, continuous top 10 ranked teams year in and year out with NC State and Virginia Tech that are, you know, just going head to head year in and year out and, you know, putting on a great show for the fans. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll get more into it individually with each matches and, and uh, everything that, that unfolded on Friday night, but uh, truly was an incredible evening um, for Virginia Tech. And, uh, you know, if I could go relive it, I think, I think I would, and everyone else would too. <laughs> and Austin, you're, you're telling me about your experience watching uh, the duel on Friday night. Uh, and big time shout out to the HC Network that's giving us access to Virginia Tech wrestling and, uh, you know, sports outside of basketball and football that we're not used to seeing, but now are getting this new exposure to. And it's been great so far. Um, but, Absolutely. you know, you uh, you had mentioned that you were freaking out in front of the TV, as I'm sure a lot of uh, hundreds of Hokies and, um, and fans were everywhere. But I'm going to actually I'm going to play the clip. I'm going to play it as loud as I can. I think we're going to be able to hear yeah. it. But uh, this yep. is Rock Harrison of the ACC Network, and he did an incredible job. We'll share this in the uh, in the podcast link as well. But just uh, for an audio perspective, this is what we got from the ACC. Texas. Latona driving hard off that front. Camacho able to clear the head. He's got to stay center. He cannot. Look at the shot. Look at the shot! We might get it! Hold it! We might get the roll through! No takedown yet! Do we have it? Do we? Two! 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 So that that's just incredible. That's just fun, <laughs> Austin. What uh, what are your reactions oh to Rock God. Harrison's reactions? Because that was just everything that you want in sports and in emotion and in passion. It was just perfect. Oh my gosh, uh, that dude needs to be commentating every ACC wrestling match, every NCAA wrestling uh, championships. Uh, that dude is passionate. Uh, that might even be an understatement about wrestling. Um, but the video, the video that started getting circulated around this weekend is like, it just adds it even more justice to his voice. You know, it's when his voice kind of cracks there, you know, he's literally, you know, going crazy in his living room, I think is where he, where he was uh, doing like the recording from. Um, but <laughs> it just even personifies it even, you know, that much more. Uh, but yeah, what, what a cool, what a cool little segment and, you know, something that I think Sam Latona will be able to look back on his wrestling career and always have that fun highlight to, uh, to take a look at. Yeah, this was, you know, Sam Latona 
ACC Wrestler of the Week. He's a redshirt freshman from Alabama. Uh, now 7-0 on the season and 2-0 against ranked opponents. Um, Camacho was his opponent there, and he was a top five uh, at wrestling at 125. But, um, Austin, outside of Sam Latona's performance, who are some of the other guys that definitely deserve major props uh, from the duel on Friday? I mean, you know, obviously Sam um, was, was a huge standout. But if, if we just go up and down the lineup – I think everyone deserves some credit to some extent. I mean, Corbin Myers started the match off six year senior, always been kind of a round of 12 guy who's just having the, I mean, I've never seen him wrestle this well. Um, I mean, he's every match. He's just putting it to guys outperforming. He wrestled the, the number 13th ranked kid in the country on Friday night and got a major decision, which ended up, you know, being huge um, from a criteria standpoint that we needed. Um, and, and beyond that, really, just if we didn't get that, we would have lost just off of points anyway. So uh, Corbin continues to wrestle fantastic, continues to be a leader on this team. Um, so obviously good things from him. Um, Sam Hilligas, he uh, or Sam Hilligas, he, um, you know, true freshman coming out. And even though he lost um, to Wilson from NC State, I mean, Wilson's an All-American. Wilson's, uh, you know, uh, been, been around the bend a time or two. Um, he's a well-known wrestler. And and Sam fought him tooth and nail and, you know, battled the whole time. And some people, you know, scored that match, maybe going major decision towards Wilson. So, you know, Sam did a great job. He's going to continue to get better. He's going to continue um, – to, you know, get more matches underneath his belt and gain more confidence. And he's, I think, going to, you know, head into the AC's tournament uh, on a strong note. Um, Andonian, you know, Andonian looked great. Uh, funky as ever, you know, had a good match, got a good decision. Um, and then, you know, you go 157 uh, with Hayden Hilday versus Connor Brady. This was a this was another match where people kind of expected Hilday being ranked second in the country to put up a lot of points. And, um, you know, get major decision. You know, there was even some social media platforms that were talking about Brady getting tech fault or getting pinned. And um, I never thought that was me possible. Brady's first off, just a really, really tough kid. And, you know, although he might be a redshirt freshman, you know, he um, you know, doesn't stray away from the bright lights, I don't think. And he enjoys the opportunity to create an upset and you know, he kept the match pretty close. It was nine nine four decision, um, but you know, he was never in, in any point to you know losing control and and you know letting the scores really start racking up. Um, you go to one sixty five, Makai Lewis, just consistent, um, consistent, and you know he's wrestling a, a solid wrestler in Bullard, um, Thomas Bullard, and you know at, at this match when you're the number one ranked kid in the country, you're, you're getting everyone's best looks. So for him to be as consistent as he has been throughout the season, just do what Makai Lewis does and, you know, gets us a win. Uh, you jump up to 174. Although this is a major decision that went against us with the other bold brother, um, I thought Dakota Howard wrestled really well. He, the guy just never stops wrestling. He His work ethic and his effort is off the charts, even in a 10-2 major decision loss. Um, you know, he's going to continue to work on getting out from bottom and, you know, 
just wrestling in all positions and, and getting better at wrestling altogether. But you can never, um, never be really upset with a guy whose effort is always uh, at the utmost, um, at the highest level, I should say. And, and he brings that to every match. And then, you know, 184, this was, was circled on everyone's map. You know, this is kind of the grunge match between Hunter Bullen and Trent Hilday, number two versus number four. This this match really, if it goes one way or another, uh, can really be the deciding factor in what the duel was. And um, Bolin was just, you know, gritty, gritty match. Um, he wrestled all positions, did exactly what he had to do to win, uh, stayed out of the positions that Hilday was good at under at his underhook. And, um, you know, Bolden w- was sticky on top. He, he rode hard and got, got the riding point needed to win the match. And just, you know, it was 2-1, but it was an exciting 2-1 match. Really, it really was. And, um, you know, Bolden did exactly what he needed to do. And, you know, they're going to wrestle a fourth time probably in the ACC championships. So could be another deciding factor uh, as to who wins uh, uh, the ACC Um individual championship crown who brings that back. So, um, but you know, again, Hunter did a great job Friday night. Uh, you go to 197, uh, this Isaac Trumbull, he's a, he's a freshman from Nebraska for NC state. And he knocked off the fourth ranked kid in the country last week, uh, Bonacorski from Pittsburgh. And so you, you go out there and you're wrestling Stan Smelter, you know, Smelter's kind of been going back between him and Smith at 197, uh, not really sure who the guy is probably going to be quite yet. And Stan went out there and wrestled really, really, really hard. Um, got the first two takedowns. Uh, had some shortcomings on bottom, just getting rode out. But overall, I thought Stan's effort was really well. Um, uh, and, and, you know, he tried really hard throughout the whole match. And it was a close one, came down to a right point. So he was right there. Um you know, I think that's positive moving forward. I think the coaches have some tough decisions to make going into, uh, you know, ACC championships that's coming up in, in you know, two weeks or uh, two or three weeks. So they'll have to eventually pick who they're going to, who they're going to have go at, at 97. Um, and then 285, uh, you know, John Vorst, um in the middle of match first period, went to do a snap down and, his hand got tied and, you know, it looked like he dislocated his elbow and he was rolling around on the mat and what seemed to be some serious pain. Um, everyone was really concerned and, you know, it, with collegiate wrestling, right. You have two minutes of injury time. And once that two minutes is up, you either continue to wrestle or you default out and you lose. And it's counted as a pin six points for the other team. And uh, John Boris, you know, somehow was able to come back in the match. And I think he was probably a little mentally taken out after that injury. But, you know, we only give up three points instead of six. So, uh, you know, I think he gets the toughness award of the night for coming back after what what seemed to be a a fairly serious injury um, to help the team, you know, stay in the duel. And then last but certainly not least, we get down to 125 with Sam Latona and uh, wrestling Camacho. At the time, Latona was ranked eighth in country. Camacho was ranked fourth. And, um, you know, kind of goes back and forth, gives up a late takedown at the end of the first period. Uh, He's down 2-0. And then just kind of slowly workmanship-like gets himself back into position to to win the match. And, 
you know, like the clip you just played, there's 13 seconds left and he's stalking his opponent, gets in on a, uh, a great uh, inside single leg and brings it up to his feet. Guy tries to go through, do a, a dive roll and uh, he just stops him, gets, uh, gets a two and then gets two back points too, um, which ended up helping based off uh, criteria for the win. Um, so it, it was top to bottom, you know, that was maybe a little lengthy of going through, but I think everyone on that Virginia Tech lineup did their part um, to get the job done Friday night. And, you know, this is a young team. A lot of these guys have only wrestled five, six, seven matches this season, some of them uh, in, in their college career. And so um, for these guys to go out and, and fight like they did and put the effort forth they did, I think says a lot about the program and says a lot about the coaching staff at Virginia Tech and just getting these guys ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. From top to bottom, uh, wrestling is completely a team sport, and this was the definition of a team win. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so many guys are just – you're seeing them improving over the course of the season. I want to ask, um, you know, describe this to me in lay people's terms because I'm looking at the uh, looking at the box score – and it says NC State win 17-16 criterion 3.21 point C dot. What does this mean? And can you explain that uh, without going into too oh, much man. detail? But it sounds like, you know, this is how it how it all ended with a couple seconds left. I would have to pull out my rule book for it too. <laughs> but so it's all it all comes down to criteria. And it's kind of one of those things where you almost with, wish there was another another way of settling it um, at the end of the match when there's uh, a tight score, but it comes down to whoever teams, the first criteria is uh, obviously uh, points, right? Whoever scores the most points, if that's tied, then it goes down to um, which team uh, I think has the most pins. Um, If no team has either pins, it goes to a third criteria, third criteria being uh, who has the most major decisions, or technical points, if it goes down past that, uh, then you start looking at um, like total points scored. And so uh, across the board, um, you know, we each, each Virginia Tech and NC State, there were zero pins in the match uh, and we each had one major decision. So then it goes to whoever had uh, the point differential. And, you know, that's, that's how we ended up winning the match. And um, I, I don't know. I didn't look and see what the final, but I think the two back points that Sam Latona got at the end of the match um, had a big part in that too. So just another feather in Sam Latona's cap. So obviously this was a big win for Virginia Tech, uh, but really just in the grand scheme of things, how big was this victory? How big was this moment for the Virginia Tech wrestling program? Um, you know, as a highlight of the season, but also, you know, um, for a momentum perspective, you know, what what are we going to do from this win to help us against Pittsburgh and uh, in ACCs in two weeks? Well, I clinched, you know, the ACC dual championships, and I think anytime we can bring home some type of ACC championship back to Blacksburg, that's uh, that's always a positive. That's a plus. So uh, that was, I think, you know first and foremost, the, the objective of the night. Um, for momentum, I think it helps build these guys' confidence. It helps build their trust in their training. Um, 
I think it helps build the trust between the, the coaches and, and the wrestlers themselves and just trusting what the coaches are saying and getting the outcomes that they're getting. Um, I think there's still work to be done. I mean, it, it's hard to think about, but you know, these guys, this last weekend, that was their fifth weekend of wrestling, right? So that that's typically in a regular season, you know, the first week of December. So in a typical season at this point in this, in, in where, where they're at, you know, they've been through the grind for, you know, three and a half months. So um, to, to, for them to, I think, be where they are at this point and just be as peaked and, and as in good shape uh, and, and just um, physically and mentally ready to go every single match like they've been throughout the whole season uh, is very impressive. And, um, you know, moving forward, they got Pittsburgh this weekend, another tough ACC opponent. And then after that, they'll have a, they'll have a bye week, ACCs, ACC championships down in Raleigh, and then they'll have a, a short turnaround before the NCAA. So the end of the season is quickly approaching. And if anything, I think this just uh, added a little more fuel to uh to the fire to keep keep the the turbine moving man they're 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 uh they're doing well all right so you you just brought up pittsburgh um what can we expect from pittsburgh it's it's at home it's on friday it's at 6 p.m it's on the acc network i'm excited to tune in here we got the 16th ranked pit panthers uh rolling in what are we thinking um you know, they're, they're scrappy guys. Pennsylvania wrestlers are, you know, in the high school uh, divisions, you know, Pennsylvania is probably the toughest um, state there is for, for wrestling. So they always have really scrappy guys, guys that love to wrestle guys that uh, are good on top um, guys are really good just in, in all positions. So uh, a couple of just quick highlights, you know, you got um, the, my earmarked match is going to be at 133. Uh, against Mickey uh, Philippi, um, and then he, you know, he's obviously wrestling Corbin Myers. Uh, they have a little bit of a grudge match. Uh, two years ago, Corbin Myers beat him uh, when Mickey, I think, was ranked number one in the country at the time, actually, in Blacksburg. Um, but again, I think Corbin Myers is even, he's just on a different level than he was two years ago. Uh, I think he's feeling good. Um, you know, his conditioning looks great. Um, you know, any injuries he had prior, I don't look to be like they're an issue anymore. So, um, definitely a match that is earmarked for me. Uh, and then, you know, 165, uh, Jake Wenzel from Pittsburgh, he actually knocked off uh, Kennedy Monday from UNC. Monday was the guy that gave Makai a pretty tough match in the UNC match uh, or UNC duel. Um, and so, you know, I, I think. Makai will go and do what Makai does and uh, it'll be a very controlled match, but, you know, I still think this one, guy is going to go out there and try to throw the whole kitchen sink at him. So, you know, good match to watch. And then lastly, uh, 197, they're Bonikorski. Um, you know, we don't know, I guess, who's going to be out there, whether it's um, Smith or, or Stan Smeltzer, uh, one of the two at 197. But I think that, you know, whoever goes out there has an opportunity to really clinched that spot going into ACCs with a good showing against him. You know, I think if you, if you beat someone like Nino uh, it's hard for the coaches not to put you out there in the ACC championship. So um, that'll be an exciting match to watch as well. 
Excited to tune in. And then, uh, you know, we have ACCs on Sunday, February 28th. So um, the wrestling team will have a, you know, a two-week hiatus here, two-week break uh, to prep for ACCs in Raleigh on the 28th. Um, don't want to get too too uh, too deep into a preview for ACCs. I know we got a little surprise coming up here uh, over the next few weeks with wrestling and Sons of Saturday. But um, just general expectations, and uh, I know it's going to be different this year, uh, Austin. But uh, you know, any any quick thoughts on ACCs in a few weeks? I think it's going to, you know, I I hate to say it's a, a two horse race because I think you have schools like. Uh, UNC and, and, you know, I don't think Pittsburgh's far behind that, you know, they could throw a wrench in everyone's plans, but I think at the end of the day, it's probably going to come down to Virginia Tech and NC State. And, um, you know, the, the, the pivotal round is going to be the semifinals as it always is and, and getting as many guys as you can into the finals. And then just, you know, having guys on that, that don't get to the finals wrestling hard on the backside and coming up and, and finishing third. So, uh, it's for the taking, um, Virginia tech proved that it, it's possible this year, uh, with the win against NC state, but it's going to be a thing. It'll be a barn burner and it's just who comes ready to go. who comes ready to, to fight. Um, and you know, who's, who's most excited, uh, to bring their trophy back to their, their hometown. So with that all said, uh, love, love having you on for the wrestling, uh, analysis. It's been fantastic. <laughs> we do have a couple letters from the lunch pail for you. Mr. Gable uh, submitted uh, submitted here, but the letters from the lunch pail is brought to you by our good friends at the Chesapeake Center for Complete Dentistry, Dr. John Cranham, Dr. Caitlin Cranham. They have incredible facilities, uh, COVID-19 friendly equipment that they use, uh, state-of-the-art equipment, and uh, head on down there, 50% off your teeth bleachery. Yes, that is teeth bleaching. If you tell them the sun sent you. But also, you got to check out the Cornell Effect. Dr. Cranham uh, wrote uh, and published the Cornell Effect. Uh, we had him on a few weeks ago. It's incredible. I just finished the Cornell Effect. Uh, extremely inspiring story. And uh, go check it out on our website. I know we've been tweeting about it. Um, you can get it on iBooks for $5.99. You can get, I know there's um, a Kindle version, paperback, all in all on uh, online here. But go check out the Cornell Effect. It is an incredible story. Shout out to Cornell and the Cranums. All right, T00SM. Love this guy. He's always submitting questions. It's awesome. Uh, he says, I really do not know much about wrestling. Looks painful. Making weight must be tough. What is the diet collegiate and high school wrestlers go through? <laughs> I guess it varies, right? Yeah. I mean, I think everything gets um, scrutinized and brought to light a little more with college wrestling. You know, it's not a game of inches so much anymore at the college level as it is centimeters. And that includes your diet. So, you know, I, I really only had to cut weight. Um, one year when I was in high school, my freshman year, and, uh, you know, my parents did a really good job of kind of monitoring me and making sure that I was still getting the nourishment and nutrition that I needed, staying hydrated, um, and really kind of 
bringing down my weight in a methodical way, as opposed to just, um, you know, starving myself a couple of days before and showing up to wrestling tournaments with, with no energy and, and performing poor, poorly. So, uh, but beyond that, you know, my later years in high school, I kind of wrestled w- where I was at naturally and maybe lost a little water weight. Um, that was about it. Um, moving to college, uh, you know, your nutrition is becomes extremely important. I think you learn pretty early on that, uh, what you put in, you get out of your body. And so, um, you know, especially with one hour weigh-ins for these dual situations, um, you know, your methods of going about cutting weight start very early on and it's monitored. We have to do hydration tests at the beginning of the year. You do uh, a body, body fat index, um, and you get scored and, you know, there's only certain weight classes that you can qualify for. Uh, based off of what your uh, body fat index is. So it's, um, you know, it, it varies from person to person, but everyone I think takes their nutrition seriously. And, you know, Virginia tech has great uh, nutrition programs available to the athletes, um, you know, between the Oasis that they have. And now the newly added um, dining hall, which unfortunately was not a part of uh, uh, my career as much as I wish it would have been. Um, but they have, you know, trained nutritionists and, and just multiple people that are there to kind of help guide you through the process. If, you know, you're not used to eating healthy or, or understanding the importance of it. So, um, I think, like I said, it varies from person to person, but there's definitely a difference from uh, high school to college. And then last question here comes in from the goat Jersey Hokie 29 with ACC and tourney coming up. How is Austin's tourney prep different from dual prep diet, weight cut simulations, scouting, et cetera. So, you know, kind of similar question, but a little different uh, as far as uh, ACC tourney and dual prep. Well, I think um, your weight, shouldn't be an issue by the time you get to ACC championships in a regular year. Um, this year, like I said, because season just started in January, some guys that are sucking a little more weight than others may still be getting used to um, getting down to that weight class. And so, you know, their preparation might look different than it would in like a regular season where hopefully the weight isn't as much of a factor. Um but as far as just like preparation at this point, you know, you've wrestled everyone in the ACC conference most likely. Um, and so you kind of have a good feel um, as to what each opponent presents as a, a problem. Um, you try to focus on just the things that you're good at uh, more so than the things that your opponent is. And, you know, you really are starting to key in on just your, your mental toughness and your belief in yourself and going through um, these matches in your head and and really visualizing the outcomes uh, that you want, that you want to take place. So I think we had always put a lot of um, presence on, you know, being where your feet are and, you know, just not letting the moment get ahead of yourself or, or be bigger than it needed to be. Um, and then just going out there and, and fighting and having fun. Um, so it, this year will be interesting. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's so 
atypical of a season to have ACC championships so closely to your regular season um, as far as like match count is concerned. So I think guys are still going to probably be training pretty hard. And I think there's still room to get better leading up to it. I don't think anyone's gonna be put on the brakes. Um, but yeah, that's, I guess that's my, uh, one, two. Big things come in these next few weeks for Hokie wrestling. And, uh, we can't let you go without some sharky shout outs or closing thoughts. So any closing thoughts or sharky shout outs, I'll let you do one or the other or both, whatever you want. Uh, let's see here. Um, closing, closing thoughts. Um, only closing thoughts I would say is that, uh, the ES or the ACC announcer, like we talked about before needs to be at every ACC championship match moving forward. And that we need to get him a Virginia tech wrestling shirt pronto. Um, and then the shout outs, uh, shout out my wife, Callie Gable, uh, and then shout out to um, all of the Sons of Saturday. Appreciate you guys having me on, Pat, and the rest of the crew. Um, it's fun. I enjoy doing this. And, uh, you know, I'm glad we were able to recap Friday's madness. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Austin, hopefully we'll get you on here to toast an incredible season uh, in a few weeks. But other than that, uh, we appreciate you and we appreciate your time and uh, we'll, we'll look forward to the next time. Sounds good, Pat. Thanks. It's time to wander, tripping in the sand. We smoke out windows, drink till we can't stand. But I saw you dance like you want to in my head. Love she said it is Oh, I know it's what you're thinking Please don't go to slice again Trash your friend's place Wake up the next day and do it again All that she said is And all that she said is enough To reach out to you and say Do you?